Welcome back to Lurkana for Parents. And in this episode, we are going to rank all of the current starter decks that are available and on the market right now. There's currently five, three from the Chapter One set, two from the Floodborne set, and there are two that are going to release later in February or March for the Inkland set. So once those come out, we'll play with them and then we'll kind of do a review and then we will restructure this list if necessary, or just add to it. Let me just say this, everything that we're gonna talk about today, this is solely just our opinions, mine and D3s, he's eight. And this isn't based on competitive play or how many games you can necessarily win with it, et cetera. This is just based on how easy it is for the kids to pick up and play, but also maybe more importantly, just how fun it is to play. And I think that all of these decks, regardless of where we rank them, do a good job of really making it easy and fun to play and being a great introduction into the world of Lorcana. So I think that they all do a really phenomenal job with that. It's not sweaty, as the people online say, because I'll be super transparent with you. I do play Lorcana online. And some of those mechanics and those very competitive games, they're just more annoying to have to deal with. And they would probably be really frustrating for a kid, especially if you're an adult, just whooping them up with all of this crazy stuff. And so this just kind of keeps the game fun. It is competitive, but I actually think that it forces you to be a bit more skilled because you don't necessarily have a plethora of overpowered cards all synergizing together to uh, make it very, very difficult necessarily on the other person. So let's go ahead. I'm gonna give you D3's ranking first and then I'll give you mine. I'll tell you the subtle differences between the two and then kind of just give like a broad kind of overview review of each of the decks. So the first one, this is D3, I'll go from five to one. Five, he has Mickey and Moana, five being uh, the least favorite, by the way. Four, Cruella and Aladdin. Three, the Queen and Gaston deck. Two, the Aurora and Simba deck. And one, he had the Merlin and Tiana deck, which absolutely, bar none, is his favorite. Now, here's my top, here's my ranking in a little bit of a different order. I'll start from five. I also have Mickey and Moana five. I have Cruella and Aladdin four. I have Aurora and Simba three. I have the Queen and Gaston deck at two. And I have the Merlin and Tiana deck at one. So that is our ranking. Now I'm going to give you a quick breakdown. The Merlin and Tiana deck is just super fun. There's so many just cool cards in there and just funny character cards that the kids like. For example, Merlin the goat, it just looks cool. And Merlin the crab and the rabbit and Madam Mem. And that's really just looking at the Amethyst characters that really doesn't necessarily include this the steel characters and that's one of the cool things about disney lorcana right now is that the game doesn't have a ton of card draw so i'll give you an example in pokemon there are so many cards that allow you to search through your deck they're called like card draw and you search through your deck and allow you to find cards that you want to play so when you're playing pokemon your your whole deck is always kind of in play Whereas with Lurkana, because they don't have a lot of cards like that right now, if, if any, not to my knowledge, they don't have any. I actually kind of prefer it that way because each game is wildly different. You never really know what you're going to get. So, for example, when D3 plays with the Merlin and Tiana deck, 
he plays a lot of the Merlin characters, but he doesn't really let me play with it that much anyway, because he always want to play with that particular deck. But when I do get to play with it, a lot of times I really just get to use the steel characters. And I like using Tiana because she, she has a lot of resistance, which makes her very difficult to, to take out. So it's really cool because the experience with these decks and, and each game kind of varies. Second, I'm going to talk about the Queen and Gaston deck. I like this deck a lot. I think it's uh, a lot of fun. And there's so many different ways that even you can play this one. You have the Queen card, of course. You also have the Gaston piece. You, you have Cruella de Vil in this deck as well. But also in that deck, you have the Seven Dwarf, and they all kind of play and synergize off of each other. And so if you just kind of wanted to set up the Seven Dwarfs in your game, if you get those cards and you can synergize them against each other, it's just really, really fun, and I think a very cool deck. Next was the Aurora and Simba deck. This one's pretty fun, too. Uh, Simba's a really powerful card. Mufasa is a very uh, powerful card that's also in this deck. Aurora has a cool ability um, in this deck as well. And so I think that that one is, is very fun to play with as well because there's different and unique abilities in those particular cards that you don't necessarily see with some of the, some of the other decks. Now, I'm going to get to these bottom two. And... I would just say for various reasons, not as fun as the top three. And I'll kind of break that down. So Cruella and Aladdin. This one is, is pretty cool. There are some cool cards in there. You have the Mad Hatter card, where when it's challenged, you get to draw a card. You have the Aladdin cards as well, which are, which are pretty cool. They're kind of centered around taking lore from the opponent, adding lore to yourself. Uh, you also have Aladdin's unique sword in the item where you can put it on Aladdin and he can get plus two challenge that turn, or you could put it on any other character and they get plus one. So Aladdin could have seven strength and five willpower, which makes him just an absolute beast if you play the Floodborne card. So it's fun. I just don't know if it's as fun per se as the top three. Now, this last one, I will say that four and three are closer in terms of, like, these rankings than five. The Mickey and Moana deck, D3 doesn't find it to be fun. The thing with that particular deck is the Mickey card plays off of the brooms because it's the wizard Mickey. But the broom cards aren't really that powerful or fun to play with anyway. So the Mickey card allows you to play broom cards, I think, for less ink. And if I'm not mistaken, when, you, when a broom card is knocked out, you get to like put it right back in your hand. And so it, it wants to synergize well. I just don't necessarily think the mechanic is, is, is overly that fun just because the brooms themselves are very very basic cards and outside of that personally i haven't really found much else in that deck to make me say yes i really 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 enjoy playing with this and 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 i can't even beg d3 to play with it so that is the reason why it's number five the moana card is pretty cool synergizes with other princess cards 
but as it currently sits, that's my least favorite along with D3. What I will tell you about these starter decks, again, they're all, they're all cool in their own way. The best part about it, in my opinion, is that these starter decks do serve as foundations where you can make upgrades and changes and add cards in from the booster packs that you get to make them more fun, to make them synergize better. For example, I mentioned the Kuella and Aladdin deck. I have the Aladdin hidden outlaw card that we pulled in one of the booster packs that we got. We can add this card into that Aladdin deck. And instead of having one opportunity to maybe pull this Floodborne hero, we can have two. The Queen and Gaston deck, I've added several blue cards to it that I really enjoy playing with and, and took out some of the other ones that I don't necessarily see as viable. So it's kind of cool because then it allows you to just add more cards in and, and already have that basis to play with. So there you have it. Those are the Disney Lorcana cards ranked. Until we meet again, have a great time out there, mom and dad. Catch you later.